Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. Morning, all of you. There we go. As I've said three sentences already. Uh, you see, I have on the screen a new record after a new record. Users, we were talking about threads yesterday, and I told you it was a great time to to dominate a new platform, get some attention, etc. Still right about that. You're still early. There's no doubt about it. Still right about that. You're still early. But one of the things that threads did was took away the burden of starting from scratch. It may be one of the most important things to ever happen for a social media app. As you can import all of your profile building plus your followers that you already have on threads. It's one of the most important things. Why? Because I got you, Deanna. Because who wants to start from scratch? Like, let's keep it real. There's nothing we want to do from scratch but pancakes. It's like just, just pancakes. It's the only thing we want to make from scratch. Other than that, 
not personal brands. Okay, go ahead, Dion. Okay, so what I got out of what you just said was when it comes mm -hmm. to our seekers, believers, workers, and disciples. And we get ready to talk about disciples in great detail today. Keep going. If we make it to where, if whatever we create for them, if we make it to where they don't have to start over, then we could easily move them from seekers to believers. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, absolutely. That that change will happen almost instantaneously. But let's think about that for a second. And I'll I'll read what's on the screen for the people that will just be hearing this audio. Um, the remote control used to be confusing. As soon as we made it with ease, you have no idea of a life without a remote control. We got remote controls for fans now, remote controls for the garage. We got when you think about it, there's a remote control to start the jacuzzi. We have remote controls for everything at this point, because that idea of ease is duplicatable. We, we remember if you want to be wealthy, you must create something that's duplicatable. I didn't say easily duplicatable from the perspective anybody can copy what you did but your customers should be able to do again what you did without thinking if i get some connoting from the humor consultants their notes should be duplicatable that i wrote down if their connoting is confusing and my notes are confusing, I'm never going to get started. I'm probably not going to return either. We like easily duplicated, or another way to say that is, make it easy for me. I understand quantum physics is hard, but if you can just break it down for me, I'd appreciate it. Forget everybody else on the planet. I don't really care about them. I want to know it. That, that, that is our attitude, and it should be. Nothing wrong with that. On the screen, I have the time it took by Boardroom. Actually, Kevin Durant actually owns Boardroom, the news company. It's actually not a news company. It's a news media agency. So it's, it's a little bit of both. They're a media agency plus news. They're a media agency that specializes in breaking news. The time it took to reach 10 million users just um, four months ago, ChatGPT had the crushing break record of 40 days. Well, Threads did it in seven hours. And as of yesterday, this now this is 12 hours ago, y'all, that I have this data. I have not looked today, but you can go to Threads and Mark Zuckerberg will tell you. But as of yesterday, almost 12 to 16 hours ago, they were at 50 million users. 50 million users in less, less than 24 hours. It's early. I get it. But that is praiseworthy. That's praiseworthy. And it also tells you as many problems as Facebook has, Facebook still has disciples. Remember, you go on Facebook to complain about Facebook. 
people literally left Facebook for Instagram, a Facebook company. All right, we're going to break down today's today is today's title is creating disciples, a step by step guide. I'm going to show a video here in a second, but please let's just look at this seven hours to get to 10 million. This was reported by Darren Ravel. Seven hours to get to 10 million. Took Facebook 852 days to do that. Took Twitter 780 days to do that. Took Instagram 355 days to do that. Took ChatGPT 40 days to do that. Took Thread seven hours. It tells you something, Adonia, that if you build on an existing foundation of super fans, growth is not hard. Can it, can can, can I write that down for me? This is the importance of content and and having your own infrastructure if you build if you build on the existing base of super fans growth is not hard now i'm getting ready to play a video it is my humble desire that you my my, my very humble desire that you take notes during this video super fans is not something i invented it's not even something I'm making up. Super fans is a real thing that exists in this world today. There's a few people that talk about it, but I don't think anybody ever talked about super fans better than Pat Flynn. Pat, Pat Flynn is an incredible podcaster. That's actually where that journal comes from, Deanna and grace that for thingy journal thingy that's pat flynn four chair something <laughs> no no not four chair discipleship the journal the that you bought the master journal uh, that we yes, yeah, yes, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's pat flynn i wrote that so, so let me let me just hold on i'm gonna i'm going to let me back up just a little bit because i want to show Can this again a, yes please a question uh-huh. okay so Threads is a, I don't know the correct words to, to put it together. I'm sure you do. Right. Um, threads is a product of Instagram, right? This is correct. And Instagram is the product of Facebook. That's also correct. What was the thread of Facebook? Was that Twitter? Oh no, Facebook did not have a thread. If okay. if you're looking for an analogy like that, it would have been Instagram itself. Okay, it would have been okay. Instagram itself. Yeah. Okay. That's why Instagram, Facebook bought Instagram for a billion dollars way back in the day, which was unheard of at the time. But obviously they're making a billion dollars in ad revenue a week. So they, they won. They won. But sure, I'm going to share this again because even if you don't understand what I'm talking about, even if you're hesitant, I just need you to get that as of yesterday, it took them seven hours to get to 10 million users. But as of yesterday, yesterday, Mark Zuckerberg reported, this was this was 12, six hours ago, they have 50 million users. So even if you're hesitant, by all means, this is what you call underpriced attention. There's 50 million people that desire 
something. You want to get into the flow of 50 million people. That's all I'm saying. I'm still listening, but my blah, blah, blah. Got it. Do you need Deanna to take the notes there, Sandals? That probably, yes, Deanna, take notes, please. Yes. Eat, relax, grace, and listen, learn, and laugh amongst old folk. It'll be okay. Do you anticipate um, Rhino Leg doing that within two or four hours? I absolutely do. However, we don't have the infrastructure that's already set up the way um, Instagram or OpenAI would have because you need like tons of money to do that. But I'm replacing tons of money with tons of other stuff. Remember, money is just an object and you can use other objects to replace that money. So there's many different things that I'm doing. Okay. To, yeah, 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 to do that. So very good question. Very good question. I need the greatest notes on this. And then I'm going to teach you. So I've taught you seekers, believers, workers, disciples. I did a good thing. Today I'm wrapping up. I don't think I need to talk about this again after today. But I will keep going and we will keep addressing Tracy's company until complete. But I will do step-by-step practical guide. When you leave this class today, you would genuinely say, yep, I could do this. I could do this. I could do this. There's nobody in the next 10 minutes. And then when I start that won't say, yep, That was great. That is exactly what I needed to hear. I guarantee that. I guarantee that. Pat Flynn wrote a book called Creating Superfans. I forget the subtitle, but it's pretty awesome. And I want to share that with you today for 10 minutes. I'm going to have him talk himself, and then we're going to break it down as well. Dan, I'm trying to take good notes. You don't have to take notes to where you can't listen. You know, I'll take bulletin points, but this is vital. What's up, guys? Pat here. And today we're going to talk about how to create super fans. Super fans are people who are just so in love with your brand and you and what you do. I mean, these are the, the crazies, not in the stalker crazy kind of way, but the crazies who will fly out to see you because you said that you were going to be somewhere and, and do a meetup. People who were going to buy your products because just because you came out with them. They don't even read the sales page. They just know they're going to be great. These are the people who are going to, you know, when, when there's a troll on your website, they're going to be the first ones on the front line to defend you from all the disrespectful people out there. And they're the people who, when your brand, if it were to go away or if you were to stop producing content or, or like disappear for a little bit, they wouldn't be they wouldn't be upset. They would be sad. They would feel like a part of them is missing because they feel like you are a part of their lives, which you can become. For example, me, like I'm a super fan of Back to the Future so much that I buy hoverboards on Etsy or maybe two. Or like my wife, April, who is a super fan of the Backstreet Boys and she has this like secret box in her closet with like bobbleheads and a framed picture of Nick Carter. What? What is that? <laughs> you have a framed picture. Where's my framed picture? I see your face every day. <laughs> <laughs> Will you join boy band? Maybe I'll frame your face. 
Okay, this is this is too much. So how do you get super fans? Well, the trick with super fans is this. They're not created the moment people find you, right? Like that'd be silly. The first time you're introduced to something, it's not like love at first sight. I mean, maybe it is, but you aren't a super fan of something until you have several moments, several experiences with that thing. And so it takes time. And so you need to create moments and experiences over time the moment after a person finds you. And we've talked about it in videos previously. We'll put them in the cards up here. We'll put them in the links below on how to get a person who just finds you and discovers you for the first time, how to get them to become an active community member. If you're, you're looking at a pyramid right now, which is, you know, I want you to think of this as your total user base. At the bottom, people find you. They're part of your casual audience. And then you convert them into your active audience. They're following you. They're subscribers. But they're not quite yet a part of the next step, which is the community, the community of people where we talk about how to get them to continue to come back and to feel like they're a part of something. They have an identity uh, as, a, as being a fan of your brand. And then from there, you can convert them into at the top of this pyramid here, which is super fans. But all right, let me just stop right there so John can get good notes here. This is basically what I have been talking about this entire time. Remember, I took that four-chair discipleship before I ever read this book, and I broke this down 11 years, no, 14 years ago in my own way without this language. Casual audience, engaged audience, community, you guys are connected community and super fans, everybody here. That's where you fall at in this particular um, call. That's why this call is closed. There you go. Yeah, you got it down? I got it. All right. I want you to look at like look at this pyramid really quick. If I were to ask you, where do you think most of the customers are going to come from? Where do you think most of the engagement? Where do you think your 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 lifetime value is at the highest? You know, in terms of you know, how much a person is spending on you and your brand, it's at the top of this pyramid, right? Yet we all, all of us suffer from this. We want to get more traffic. We're building from the bottom up. We want the bottom of this pyramid, the casual audience to be bigger. We spend a lot more money on Facebook ads. We worry about search engine optimization. We try to get as many people into this pyramid as possible, which is yes, an important thing to do. But what happens when people get into this pyramid? We should be focusing on getting people who are already in our pyramid at the bottom through this pyramid up to the top. That's what we need to be doing. Let me stop right there. I'm going to just rewind it just for a second. This is his, he's 33% into his rant. That's what Tracy asked yesterday. That's what the whole call was yesterday. How do we get people? Tracy recognized without me telling her, how do I move people from my casual audience to super fans? We're already in our pyramid at the bottom through this pyramid up to the top. That's what we need to be doing because guess what? Instead of working so hard to build this from the bottom up, you can work on building super fans who are gonna expand this pyramid for you because they're gonna be evangelists for you. They're gonna be ambassadors for your brand. And you know what? There's no better recommendation than one that comes from a trusted friend. So when this friend, the person who is a super fan of yours, invites their friends and followers in too, it's gonna to be worth a lot more than you not knowing that person inviting them yourself. So my ask, my plea to you is although you should still, yes, focus on traffic and ads are great and SEO is important, I want you to consider when a person discovers you, how can you get them to become a super fan? And we'll link to you in the description below, like I said, those videos that are gonna show you kind of the bottom parts of the Hey, Secrets to Success listeners, Deanna here. Thank you all so much for joining us. Well, today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. 
See, NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. Now, how many of you can use some additional information so you can make smarter decisions with your money? It's okay. I'll be the first to raise my hand. Because the nerds have helped me get smarter about things like saving on travel. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night, maybe a a small shopping spree or a fancy dinner or two. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Also, boosting my credit score, since good credit is like a real-life cheat code, seriously, like a real-life cheat code, and then saving for an emergency fund because life is like a good movie. It just loves a good plot twist. So listen to Merrick Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This pyramid. But to get people to become a super fan, how do you do that? Well, before that, let me ask you, well, how many super fans do we need to make a significant difference? Well, let's define that. And actually, thankfully, this was defined by somebody named Kevin Kelly, who wrote an essay way back in the day. I think it was written in 2005 or 2006, even before I got into online business. An article called A Thousand True Fans. And I'll link to, th- to this below. I highly recommend you read this, but I'm going to tell you the gist of it right now. And that is, what if you had just a thousand people, a thousand true fans or super fans? Like I said, we define that already. But these people, let's just say that they spend $100 because they love you on, on stuff, on, on seeing you at a concert or your products or your merchandise or whatever it is you have to offer. Just $100 a year, a thousand people, $100 a year. A lot of people spend $100 a month on things that you, know, you don't even consume. I mean, cable TV is one example. Look at the math here. $100 a year times a thousand people is $100,000. That's your six-figure income right there. Now, of course, these are just numbers and there's a lot of things in play here. For example, you know, taxes and uh, yes, I get it. But just hypothetically speaking, these numbers make it very doable. And the fact that you don't need a million subscribers, you don't need a blockbuster hit. That was the thesis here with Kevin's articles. You don't need a blockbuster hit to have blockbuster success. Let's, let's break down the math even more. If you took that number, a thousand fans, and you broke it down into, okay, what if you gained one new fan a day? one new fan a day, how long would that take you to get a thousand true fans? It would take you just a little over two and a half years to build a significant business for yourself at just one fan a day. Can you build one fan a day? Yes, you can. How do you do that? Well, stick around because I'm going to give you, that was a really long intro, but I I felt like I needed to set that up because these three things really can help you build that fan a day and likely you can probably build even more than one fan a day. But here's how you build Super fans, let's get into it. Now, in one of my previous videos, I talked about the importance of, in order to build loyal fans, you have to build a community. That's step one in building super fans. You need to have that community to pull 
superfans out of. Now, naturally, some of those people in that community are going to become superfans, but there's a couple things you need to do to get to that superfan status. Number one, you need to stay super consistent, right? Consistently deliver for those people. Consistently give them things that they aren't getting anywhere else. That's number one. Number two, surprise them. The surprise part is super important because when you think about it, it is those unexpected moments that get a person to stop and consider why they love you. So the example I always use is like, let's say you have, for example, a spouse and every night before you go to bed, you say goodnight and I love you to your spouse, right? And every, every single night it's the same, it just becomes routine, right? And it becomes expected. And like the day you forget to say it, she gets angry and then you have a fight and you're sleeping on the couch. Not, not that that's something I've experienced myself, but anyway. But what about like, if you were to go to her office on a random Tuesday at 3.48 p.m. with some flowers and some chocolates and you just go and you give it to her and that's it, there, for no reason, you just do it. That's a surprise, that's unexpected. But guess what? That's the thing that gets remembered. You'll be thanked for that, you'll be appreciated. But more than that, likely she's going to share that with her coworkers or they're gonna see that, they're gonna be like, oh my gosh, she's amazing. How can you deliver an I love you and chocolates and flowers to your audience? on a random day. That's the analogy. You don't actually have to give them chocolates and flowers unless your niche is in the chocolates and flowers space. All right, next, another big aspect of building super fans is, especially as an online personality, as somebody who has an online brand, you need to go above and beyond. So this goes and plays a little bit with the surprise route, but if you do a little bit more than expected, and this might be in the delivery of something in a product that you have in an offering, perhaps you give away something for free for your community that you're normally charging for, just some amazing unexpected surprise again, but not a little one, but kind of a big one. These are moments in the year that you can gain a lot of fans at the same time. So let's say for example, that um, you know, you're coming out with a book and you wanna do something special for your top fans. So what you might say is um, actually you should probably know who some of these people are in your audience who are loyal fans. That's, that's another strategy is to just know who those people are, actually create a database of who those loyal fans are. Now, there are tools out there like Instagram and Facebook that have insights where you can go and actually see who, you, who your most engaged users are. But I would suspect that over time, remember this takes time, you're gonna know who those people are. These might be the people who are spending the most money with you or who are in every single course of yours. Phil, I'm looking at you. Maybe you're coming out with this book and you say, hey guys, because you've been so amazing and, and so dedicated to the brand, I wanna give you a copy of my book for free. Just out of nowhere, here is that book for you. All right, and finally, the number one way to build fans is, like I said, one at a time on a personal level. So reach out to people, talk to people on the phone, get them on Skype, chat with them on Zoom. That is something that's gonna be unexpected, especially as you grow and start to build kind of a big following. You can get fans by pulling certain people out and having a real life one-to-one -one conversation with them, helping them out, giving them personalized help, giving them a personal video even. If you can't do the one-on-one -on -one calls, do a one-on-one -on -one video and have that be something that a person goes, wow, I cannot believe you took the time to do that. And it's so cool because honestly, it doesn't take that much time at all. It just takes a little bit of care and consideration. All that being said, I wanna ask you now, in the comment section below, I want you to answer, what are you going to do to start building fans today? And for those of you out there who think you're doing this already, I wanna ask you, have you built a fan yet today? Who have you helped? Who have you served in a way such that they will start to become a fan of yours? Have you done that yet? And if not, you might wanna do something about that. Because really it just takes a fan a day to make a major change in your life. If you've been struggling with, oh, I don't know the formula or the secret blueprints for how to do this, 
take the time to talk to one person a day and see what you can do to make a fan of that person. So answer in the comment section below, what are you gonna do to build a fan today? Thanks again for watching this video. Make sure you hit subscribe. To All right, that's Pat Flynn. He has a book. Just put in Pat Flynn, create super fans. You'll find his book. He's been a number one podcaster for since podcast been out. He's fantastic. I also posted the link in chat as well for all of you to watch that particular video as well. Now let's have a serious conversation and Tracy, fix your coffee and let's 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 lean into this thing here. I'm gonna talk about a few things first. And I'm gonna give you a step-by-step -step guide that I've created through trial and error about how I've done this stuff and 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 how I got here. And you, it, it all makes sense here in the first beginning. There's a key concept he said in there. And that, that article was way before that 1,000 real fans. That article was way before he ever did that, way before. And I want to tell you something I told Deanna about weight loss, weight release. I said both words, uh, both phrases, because I'm just trying to resonate with, with you. But they are the... For, for these intents and purposes, they're the same thing. They're the same thing. Deanna, can you tell them when I told you, because me and Deanna are on a weight loss journey, just to use the low vibrational phrase that so everybody can get it. And what did I tell you we need to focus on? And it was two things. We need to focus on how we want to look and focus on so that was the body fat i say hey pick whatever body fat percentage you want run that whatever you want okay and then what was the most important the food we put in our mouths like the calories we eat oh yeah fair enough there's a method i said that i'm looking for a particular method how many <clears throat> pounds oh two pounds a week okay thank you so much now i want y'all to no 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 Everybody, everybody process this information because this is what Pat Flynn said about creating super fans too. See, I played a long-term game. In the long-term game, I told Deanna, don't rush, forget the scale. It's, it makes no sense. It's fair, especially me since I do a lot of weight training and I hold weight well on my frame the scale never goes down because I'm constantly turning fat in the muscle and muscle is dense. And what happens, Phil, you look at the scale and you go, F this S, I ain't doing it no more. It's what happens, at least to me, to me. I don't know what happens to y'all, but when you sweating every day, when you looking at that scale in two weeks and you ain't seen nothing go down, but you're like, damn, I know I'm doing something. But that scale say no, you're not. That's a, that's a fallacy. It's a, it's because you're losing, you're losing inches first and all that stuff. But my brain can't handle that, Jerome. My brain can't handle that scientific logic. My brain says I want to see these numbers change, and I can't handle that. So I haven't looked at the scale since. I have not. I just know my suits don't fit. My, I have these extremely thick thighs and a small waist. I'm like a woman right now. You know, I have this, my, my pants, I gotta, I've been wearing suspenders, you know, and I put on a suit because they're the right size for me, but my waist has gotten smaller, blah, blah, blah. So the point there, Adonia, is 
I told her, but if you lose two pounds a week, not only is that not stressful, it's normal. It's, it is, it is doctor approved weight loss. You can monitor that. You can mess up in one day and then intermittent fast the, for six hours to get rid of that mess up. This, there's a bunch of alternatives you could do, but two pounds a week after 52 weeks, Jerome, is 104 pounds of fat. So if you just play the long-term game in one year, people would say, oh my God, look how much weight you lost. Think about it. My BMI, I'm sorry, my fat index, I'm trying to keep it simple. My fat index says I am 140 pounds or I'm, a, I'm 159 pounds lean. That means I'm 159 pounds is what I'm supposed to be. That's what I was for the, until I was like 30. I was skinny like Bruce Lee, ripped up. And I have 140 pounds of fat on top of it. So Jerome, this means if I lose two pounds a week for a year, I will be at my body fat index, actually smaller, which I don't want to be. I like being big. I just, I don't want to go back to skinny. I spent 30 years trying not to be skinny. I don't want to go back to being skinny, but that's not what I want. And how do we do this, Jerome? Two measly pounds a week. Jerome, at this point, I'm a man. You know, we lose weight far faster than I don't you and Susan. You know, we just... We think about losing weight and it fall off. You understand? We go, we go, we go urinate and a pound come off, you know, and just, you know, we y'all know how we y'all retain water and stuff. Y'all know what I'm talking about. You know, me and just lose weight just because I've been eating chia seeds. And I'm trying to I'm putting the almond banana on it now. Almond milk, like this, you know, whenever I want something sweet, and I just chop up a banana in it. It's no sugar in it whatsoever, with the exception of the banana unsweetened almond milk it tastes like vanilla banana pudding but it ain't got none of that stuff in it whatsoever i could just do that instead of eating turtle cakes with caramel and peanuts and chocolate and reach my goal in a year so my point there tracy is that's how you create super fans that's how you create your million dollars a month you play the long-term game. You stop trying to get a million people in a day. And you say, I'm going to create two fans a day. And if you create two fans a day for 365 days, you would be in the top 1% of your entire industry. I am trying to, does anybody feel liberated by this information or was that, was that, was that not, did it not open up anything or it was like, well, we know that Antonio, which, because when I first thought about this back in 2012, which I'm about to bring up, it took all the pressure off of me. All of it, all of it. So we're getting ready to talk about that in great detail. Then 
I noticed that, and this is equal between men and women. Feminists too, you're in here, you're in here. You stop dating your spouse or your mate when you get them. This is equal. This this respects no gender. This respects no gender. It is what it is. You know, when you the when you the when you decide, dude, you like own it. Tracy, want me to watch your daughter? I got it. You know what I'm saying? You want me to do this? I got it. I'm, yeah, your, your, yeah. Let's take your daughter out to stuff. You, you abandon your kids just for her kids. You know that's that's a real thing that happens today. By the way, just okay, all right, and stuff like that. But then once you get Tracy. Oh, well, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. Okay. Well, let's try to break this down just for a moment. That's what we're doing to our customer base. We do all this significant work to get them. And so as they end, we're so worried about the casuals on that pyramid, you saw the pyramid, pyramid at the bottom. You're so worried about getting more casuals. You say, Adonia, forget you. No, 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 yep. no, no. Okay. Because I see it happens in church too. I, I remember I was the worst offender, Jerome. All right, Jerome, you ain't here now. Watch out, move, 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 move. Get, uh, get to know the Lord. Hell, I got to get these people. I was the worst offender. No, 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 no. God is revealed. Just be quiet, be silent. God will show himself. I got to go get these other people. They dying out here. While that's a good thing, the bad thing is, move Jerome, you're in my way. That's a very bad thing. That's a very bad thing. So we have to be equal in evangelism, but excited about discipleship. What is discipleship? Discipleship, and I, I don't mean the disciples. I mean discipleship. Discipleship is to pick someone up, put them on your hip, and walk them to different levels of maturity. Please write that down. To pick someone up, put them on your hip, and walk them to different levels of maturity. That is discipleship. It does not belong. It's not a word that belongs to the church. The church hijacked it, but that's not a word that belongs to the church. Like the baby. Like the baby. Thank you, Susan. Great example. <laughs> you said walk them to different levels of what? Maturity. Maturity. Okay. Susan's right. Like the baby. If 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 Tracy's dating Coca-Cola, that's a dude now. If Tracy's dating Coca-Cola, then Coca, she's gonna have to say, all right, this is how I like things. And then he's gonna do the same thing. And they're gonna have to learn each other. Learn each other's tendencies, turn-ons, turn-offs, blah, blah, blah. That is discipleship. And my argument here is once you get somebody, you stop doing discipleship. What you call dating your spouse is actually discipleship. It is eager discipleship. It's all it is. It is to say that I'm still in the trenches with you like I was trying to get you. What did Jesus do, Jerome? Hey, come with me, 12, and I will walk you to different stages of maturity. Remember, Peter, at his most mature state, still was trying to chop dude's head off. He got his ear, but I can assure you Peter was not aiming at his ear. 
Peter was about that life. The, the, y- y- y'all, y'all like the pretty text that, that text up. No, Peter said what he's. It was at dinner. Peter say, uh, anybody gonna touch you? No, sir. No, sir, Lord. Ain't nobody gonna touch you. Not you. Over my dead body. One of you will betray me. Who? 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 Is it me? Is it I, Lord? Is it I? Is it? That's what he said. It me? Oh, it ain't me? Someone? Bet. Bet. Nope. Let him try. Let him try. I promise you. Go read the text again. I promise. Peter said, I'm not going to let nobody touch and you. He, and Jesus told Peter, you still going to deny me. And Peter had to show him when they came to get him that he meant what he said. And okay. he meant it. But he was screwing him up. <laughs> you were no doubt. Old boy came up, put a little kiss on Jesus and tried to take him. Peter said, I, I. and then came out with his sword. This... <laughs> And then, you know, rebuke you, blah, blah, blah. So I'm just trying to get you to see that Jesus took this hothead, who is Peter, gangster, and then walked him to discipleship. Nobody does more for the early church than Peter, except for Paul. Simon is a zealot. I know y'all don't know what zealot means. Let me help y'all out. Well, zealot back then meant terrorist. That's what it meant. That means. A zealot was somebody just running around assassinating Romans to bring Israel back. So you take a terrorist and make him a disciple. This is what discipleship is. To let me keep my filth. Remember, we talked about that yesterday, Tracy. But walk me until I vibrate at the environment of your water. I want all of you watch yourself. I'm I'm trying to I'm 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 trying to close this out, Grace. You know, I'm trying to close this particular seekers, believers, workers, disciples out. I want all of you today, just for today, I want you to take a real account of who's actually in your organization. Forget the numbers. I just want you to absolutely admit that if you had a webinar today, these people would show up. Just and you can you can play around. So I got a webinar in an hour. Who can I call in an hour to get them on my webinar? I don't you know all you got to do is tell Grace. Grace to say. Antonio Adonio said, Adonio said, Adonio, Lord have mercy. I done made up something new that's going to get on her nerves. Adonio, Lord have mercy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Holy that's Spirit, for giving me that one. Lord, <laughs> he done merged them together. Lord have mercy. Flesh and okay. blood did not reveal that to me, Grace. <laughs> I, I got a new, got a new irritation. He going he to he wear it out now, don't you? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You know, I gotta do my little brother. Grace, thing. help me, girl. Help me, <laughs> and Grace will say, "Hey, Antonio, Adonia said that she got a webinar. Can I put it out? Yeah, you can put it out. Give me the link. We'll all be there. Who shows up? Who's going to show up? And those people, those people, when we give these instructions out, 
you do that to those people. Am I making some sense? If you had a hundred, if you had a thousand, I always say 10,000 people because I'm a hard charger. My goals are different. If you got a thousand people paying you $99 a year, Grace, how much is that? We know you just added three dollars, three, three zeros. 99,000. It's 99,000. Can anybody deal with 99,000 extra dollars on the side? Some of y'all like, I could deal with that full time. I ain't making that right now. I, <laughs> I can do that now. And what's so hard about charging people $99 a year? That's not hard. Especially if your product is valuable, that's not hard. It's it's not hard. It's not hard at all. Amazon does it. <laughs> no doubt. Amazon charged me like 140 for Prime. And every time they take it out, I'll be like, you know what? Go ahead, get your money. Because I'm going to need this. I, I need all this Prime stuff. I need all this. <laughs> exactly. And I come out. Oh, my fit to come out. My come out every July. Every, it's like July 15th, because that's when I, that's when I, I enrolled. I started school August 11th, 2011, and I was getting my school books in July. And the lady was like, you heard of Amazon Prime? I was like, no, what's that? You get your school books cheaper. Oh, yeah, go ahead and run me that. Sign me up. Sign me up. I'm going to need that. This was this was early to where the colleges signed you up for Amazon Prime. <laughs> yeah, it's 2011. Y'all know it now. You know, you know, and I didn't even know what I had my hands on until like four years later. Like, free, this is why I get the free shipping, the two day shipping. I had no idea that I just started with my school books. I started with my school books. Keep dating the people who show up. And it's the most valuable. I can't give you more valuable advice. There are some people that will buy every book that the human consultants will put out. Those people are important. They're super fans. You may not recognize them that way because you didn't have this language. But now that you do, you have a responsibility to treat them that way. All right, a couple more things. I wrote them down as I was talking. I only have a super fans model. I don't have any other model. I ditched all those models back in 2012. When I got to Lakewood, if uh, most of my success can be attributed to Joel Osteen. When I got to Lakewood, I ditched all my other models because I saw what Lakewood was doing or what, what Lakewood, Joel Osteen and Lakewood was doing. And I recognized this feels better. This, this model of value and fun volunteership and all sorts of stuff just feels better. So I haven't done the whole upsell, sizzle, steak, this, all that stuff that people do since 2012. I just haven't. I don't, you don't see me on webinars and you don't see me doing 95% no sales, but I still don't sell nothing y'all on this call. Be three and a half years in counting. I just, I have a different model. I, and I also understand that the people on podcasts are falling in love with me. And that's equally important because it's far more of them than it is y'all. But 
I have to pay attention to you because everyone here is a super fan or at least a step under, or I don't get the people on the podcast. And that is the two-edged sword, Tracy. You can't want the, what is, I don't know, it's a million people out there or something. You can't want the million people and not pay attention to the 15. That's what's on this call right now. 14, if you take me out of it. That's, can't be no more valuable. Listen, I feel like that's in scripture, Jerome. I feel like take care of the 14, you'll get the million. Be faithful to the few. I'll make you rule over many. It's it, it just one of those things, right? Take care of what's in front of you. Be present where your feet are. Yeah, come on, Tracy. No, come on. Okay, so I created my Motivational Moments group on Facebook earlier this year and I was posting on a consistent basis right because to me that would be like the few that signed up for the group right but like I feel like over the summer when I was whatever reason but I've gotten away from giving them exclusive content and things like that what do you suggest to get back the people who were already following. Not to say that they're not following, because I think they still are, but like I I, I fell off. No, fair enough. You, well, you, you did fall off, but your goals probably changed. She probably said over the okay, I ain't teaching. I got I got I got three months to build this blah. And that hustle changed that discipleship. Yeah, I get it. That mindset of hustle changed her from the mindset of let me just take care of y'all. We all would have fell into that trap. We're going to fall into that trap two hours from now. Our goal is to die to the flesh daily and, and kill that every chance it happens. But to answer your question, it's what I'm doing on my own super fans page. That fan page is, is just, I'm just me shifting my audience. And there's nothing but exclusive content in there, including this call. Nothing but exclusive content in there that you can't see anywhere else. Soon it'll be my books and all sorts of stuff as soon as I start promoting. But you get the point. So you can start you a call. It could be 30 minutes. It could be 10 minutes. Or you can start you a video. It doesn't matter. You can use ChatGPT, anything. If you like feedback like I do, you can do something like this. And then nobody gets to hear it but that group and your podcast. Now you're not creating content. You're doing something already and you're just documenting and distributing. Now you don't have to make any life changes. You need more content anyway. You are gifted. You just hit record and give it to that group. That's the easiest way to do it. That's what I would do because once I put rules on myself, I always quit. You know what I'm talking about when I say, okay, I'm going to work out every day at 6 a.m. I hate that. I absolutely hate that. I hate the rule. It's the mere fact that I said I was going to do it that makes me go, I'm not going to do that. And I always keep my word, but I don't like telling me what to do like that. I, I like that freedom, that liberty to go, nah, I'm on. Let, me, let me get this extra 15 minutes or let me work on this code or something. I'm going to record a video every day. 
for, and I'm going to stop. I know I'm going to stop because I told myself, this is what you're going to do today. Instead of just being in flow of the day, it is having four major goals or something like that, right? So don't, I want to tell you, don't do that. I wouldn't do that at all. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it. I would just, for 10 minutes, have a little call with somebody. If you got somebody always calling you, say, you know what, Clarence, since you always call me every day, we're recording this now. Because you complain every day. So I'm going to help you. But you're going to record and you go to the bus of straight Antonio. Now, you're going to complain every day and I'm going to hit record. Or you owe me $2,000, which is my coaching fee. It's up to you. Because I ain't got no problem with you giving me my money. I'll find somebody else. So... <laughs> And, and, and so what, because I think as I'm listening to you, mm-hmm. I think like my intent on the group, like what I, and I think you've talked about this before, like my original creation of it was so that everyone in the group can kind of work together to help each other, to help motivate each other, Fair you enough. know, and to share and things like that. And I think when I didn't see that happening, yeah, like people that. not responding or people not commenting and I think that goes back to like when you said like with seekers, like they're yeah. not going to participate or whatever. They're just there to see. I think that kind of was discouraging for me because yeah. I'm like, you know, my purpose was motivational moments where everybody can get motivated by each other. Or if you have a, a challenge, you know, let us know so that we can help you. But it's like nobody really does that. And I'm thinking to myself, well, maybe people don't want to put their business out on Facebook or whatever, but that was my 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 original intent of the group was to provide them motivation, but also we work together as a group. Can I can I can I add something to her? You sure Tracy? can because this is so relatable too. Go Tracy, ahead, let me tell you what came up for me when you said that because I watched you and you're really good. But and I say this with love because I'm in your I'm in the boat with you. Here's the deal motivation is a moment in time. It's just a moment in time. I I feel some kind of way for a second and I'll go off and go do something else. Something else, once you do what you do because it's beautifully done, some kind of action needs to take place. You can make it a challenge and every day get people to dialogue and start talking to you. So what is it about this particular thing that moved them or challenged them? Okay, now that we have that motivation, today's challenge is for 10 minutes, go for a walk or for 10 minutes, go read a passage somewhere or for 10 minutes, do whatever. Keep them in motion because then they're acting and they're responding to you. And then as you move through that, then you go to maybe a product, give them a checklist, give them a something. I mean, you know, create uh, some resource that could be helpful because people are drowning in, in discomfort and financial issues and baby mama drama and all these things. And help them um, share, you know, what's your challenge, what's the issue that you're you're having today or what's waking up hard. If you keep having those kind of conversations and you're helping them move forward, you are going to have them for life. You're good at what you do. So don't stop doing it. You have to go to another step. Continue doing that. Now add something to it. Thank you so much. For Hold on. Time out. Let's clap for that. Everything she said. I need y'all to receive that. Let it wash over you. She said that. I can't even add to that. To add to that would just make me look stupid. 
you know, like he just wanted to say something. Like that was perfect. <laughs> you know, that was absolutely perfect. She's right. She's absolutely right. What you said, Tracy, is so relatable. If I tell you how many times the audience I was trying to attract pissed me off, if I could just tell you that, like, I mean, I'm, I'm serious, like, you know, and I realized this is why I'm not in motivation. And I don't mean a wordsmith, I'm, but everything, I thought you were saying is transformation. You're like, it's the steps. You start with motivation, but you get these actionable steps. That's transformation. This is, and it really is a difference. I don't mean to be semantical, but there really is a difference. Because I realized years ago, almost a decade ago, if I got to motivate you, you're doing the wrong thing. And you're not the person I want to be around. I'm not saying people doing the wrong thing are not good. They just somebody else's ministry. Tracy, I don't have time for that. I don't have the right mindset. I don't have the patience. We getting this money or what? This is my this is my attitude. So when I gotta motivate you in mindset to even think you deserve money, girl, you belong to Adonia. I don't have time for you. I'm somebody else. And I just realized that about me. So I stopped putting out that content. If you go to my YouTube page, you're gonna see it didn't take me long. In fact, we're gonna do it right now. It didn't take me long at all. It did not take me long at all to abandon motivation. It did not. I'll show you. Like 100% I will show you. Because I'm don't. i one of those people that when I make a mistake, I unmistake that mistake almost immediately. So if you come here to playlist on my page, if you go down, playlist, let's see. One of these joints say motivation. This is inspiration. That's, that's even I stopped doing this for Assembly of Wonders. But one of these joints say motivation, and you will see it got like five little sorry videos up in there. Cause child, y'all got on my nerves. And I'm trying to park everywhere to give you a motivational word real quick on the side of the street. And y'all need to be pumped up and stuff. Ain't nobody got time for that. You know, you know where it's at. It's I got a bunch of bunch of playlists. All my playlists, y'all, are stuff that you'll see right here. 34 videos. It only took me 34 videos, little mom. The most important thing I could possibly... That's it. 34 of you, I was like, you know what? Screw all this. I'm not doing that crap no more. I tried. And I just put that one in there. That's it. 34 times. All these years. 34... I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I ain't doing that. Here's a step-by-step guy. Ooh, we like you, Antonio. You missed it. That was a subtle change real quick. Tell my step-by-step guys. That's folk who ready to take action. Jerome, you ready to take action. Here's your step-by-step guy, man. See, he already motivated. Folk who want a step-by-step guide don't need motivation. Now, I'm saying two things. Well, one thing, everything I don't say was perfect. I'm also saying know who you are because some of y'all got an audience you don't like. Adonia has a good vision. I don't want nothing to do with it. Behind the scenes, oh, I want to help us so much, but I don't want that audience. I have that audience, but I don't want to talk about those things. That's that's the stuff I do with content. 
I know who I am and I know you're going to get on my nerves. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with being saved enough to know this ain't your ministry. I'm great with kids. I can't stand them. But kids love me. I don't know why. But please take your kid back. First off, I don't know where his hand's been. But the first thing I'm looking at is germs. I see kids that see germs immediately. I don't like kids so much. You think I wouldn't a kid. You need a whooping. You just <laughs> absolutely need a whooping for saying Fair. that. Oh, you're a big sick. kid, you're dang self. That's probably I why. <laughs> That's probably why. That's probably why. So don't put me over your youth ministry. C can you see how, just because I love kids, I have a very outgoing personality. If you make me an usher, I'm quitting your church in three days. I'm going to be drained. I don't want to meet new people. I'm not the person including people. That's Susan. Susan wants to, come here, come over here. Let me show you where to go. That ain't my gift. And you need to recognize what's your gift and what's not. Create super fans in your gifts. For some of you, this is liberating. But some of you, you like already knew that. That's because you have a very high level of discernment. Some of you got high level of discernments, but can't discern yourself. Watch yourself. Hmm. Look at Tracy. Tracy got the hmm. same thing. Tracy hmm. got my face right there. Yeah, I okay? know what I'm talking about. You got a whole prophetic gift that's that can't it. never see yourself. So you know how it is. And lastly, before I introduce this, this very detailed note is it's why I told y'all, he said, make sure with these people, don't be afraid to say, hey, don't be afraid to change the narrative and give them something for free. So I told y'all that the regulars on this call will get resegregation, which to me is the most important book that I've done as far as Pathbender is the most important book I've done, but that's a different genre. You know, resegregation is a research book, so to speak, about um, the troubles of this binary system we live in, you know, that thing. But I'll get it for free. I'm going to buy it myself. You're going to get it for free. Because I want it to be read so people can see that I was fair, very balanced, et cetera. And I can't, I can't, you can't run around. Tracy, you can't go, hey, I was fair. No, somebody has to say that for you. I won a Nobel Peace Prize. No, she didn't. Not if she's saying she did. If Jerome say you did, yeah, you did. I believe that. But if you tell me you're a good person, you know, it reminds me of a great story. And then I will go into these notes. There was a church pastor was incredibly humble. And the church saw it. And after five years, it was like, oh, my God, we have to give pastor something. He's just a perfect person. And so the church got together and got him a, a beautiful necklace. It was kind of expensive. And it said, to our most humble pastor, we love you. The next Sunday, the church, I mean, the pastor came in and wore the necklace. They had a meeting and fired him. 
And said, well, why are you firing me? Because you wore the necklace about being humble. You can't be humble and wear the necklace about how humble you are. It's obviously a fake story, but it is a story that is used in, in, in you know, illustrations a lot. The story is not real, but the, the, the story is true. That's, the story is, it's not, it's not true events, but it is an actual story that I didn't make up. And I want you to think about that for a moment. You can't be humble and then wear a necklace saying, I'm the most humble. Kind of takes it away. <laughs> so you can't speak for yourself about good things. You need super fans to do it. That's Brown says, never make a point when I'm telling the story. I never tell a story without making a point. I just did it. If you speak for yourself, get super fans to do it. Don't you do it. Go ahead, Phil. Yeah, that's friend also says you gotta be hungry. <laughs> yeah, he do. <laughs> he the only one that can see it like that, the way he do it too, for sure. Go ahead, Tracy. I mean Trinace, my bad. I meant Trinace. She the girl I talked to her often, she'd be calling herself Tracy and then it gets stuck in my head. Go ahead, Trinace, my bad. She's like, I'm good. I didn't realize I said Tracy until you said I'm good. <laughs> So that's like, um, I saw a documentary about Kanye West and he was calling himself a genius. And one of his friends said, you can't call yourself a genius. Somebody else got to call you a genius. You just can't just say, I'm a genius, I'm a genius. Somebody else has to say you're a genius. So. <laughs> that's fair. He is a genius though, but let's keep it he real. Is. He is. <laughs> he is. He is. But he invalidates that when he does not. Uh, what is this? Tomball Clinic hosting PAC Act claims clinic on July 13th. Um, okay, I need to see if I need to be. This is why I close my email field during when I be talking, that the emails get my attention. That was VA related, get my attention. I had to close it. Let's go through step by step guide of what Antonio has learned over the years of how I've done this. There's too many notes, just way too many notes, but we'll get through all of them. The first thing I, okay, this is through trial and error. I learned this by breaking my face. Okay. All right. Here we go. Number one, create 10 second fun facts about me before all videos and audios. This is, these are obviously notes to me. Just let me, let me show you, Jerome. Look, this is to me. Y'all ain't supposed to see this note. Look, create 10 second fun fact about me before all videos and audio. This is for me. Like all these notes are for me. This is written to me. So I'm gonna give it to y'all the way it's written to me, all right? Here's what I mean. In order to create <laughs> Jamal's, I just read his comment <laughs> at eight. Oh, the last comment. <laughs> the in order to get super fans, you kind of got to let them into your life. You got to be lovable. So I figured I would start saying things, and it didn't work. You know what worked, Tracy? When I started giving fun facts about the weirdness, who is Antonio? When I start saying things like this, dumb things, it, it, it goes something like this here. On t- today's podcast is sponsored by 
Lenovo. Is that a brand? I think it is a brand. Lenovo. But first, fun fact. Did you know that one time I was in the army, one of my sergeants made me have a spider bite me five times in a row and didn't let me walk it off because I was afraid of spiders and I couldn't be a spy and afraid of spiders. Fun fact. And then the episode of gone. That's actually a fact that actually did happen. Weird. And when you do that before your podcast or whatever you're going to do, is something about that that makes people go, huh, you know what? That's different. I like Tracy. I don't know what it is. I just know I like it and I know it worked for me. And I know I like when other people do it. And I know it's rare that people do it. Anybody got that? That actually happened. I actually had, it was right here on this hand. And I had to watch the little thing do that. I'm not afraid of fighters no more. Not. It did work. And that is, and keep in mind, Jerome. <laughs> yeah, they got a bunch of dopes. <laughs> it did work, Jerome. And here's the crazy part that just tells you I was in an all male unit. <laughs> and to tell you which version of the army I joined. That was army. That was be all you can be. It changed to, you know, army of one later, but I was in the be all you can be. I enrolled to be all you can be army. There's a difference and Jerome knows it. Jamal, get Jamal. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But did you not? Exactly. (laughs) Did you not? That's what they say. Boy, I take it behind this. Forget this ring. I take it behind the IV line. That's an intravenous line or something. It's, It's when the heel raises, you see them on the map. Like the ground raises and you can go behind that line and forget this rank. I'm going to put these hands on you. And then when we go back, you're going to get a line. It, it, that's that's that. That's a different army. We go behind the shed. Go. <laughs> that's a different army. That's the different army. Yeah, that one's gone. That one's gone. That, that was gone. That was gone. That was gone. They got too many cell phones now. Too many cameras. You know, too many cameras and too many, too many ways to report. You know, <laughs> go ahead. They were, still, they were still choking them basically when I got in there. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, the army today is completely different. Oh yeah, <laughs> they're they're fifty cent, they're fifty percent behind on their recruiting goals. They have they have now that boot camp light, where these wow. are the kids that can't qualify for the army because of their weight. They put in, they put in like seventeen thousand kids through this. So that then they can qualify. They said in, in boot camp they break you down to build you up. Yeah. They said in boot camp in boot camp light they they partner with you to have you get to where you want to go. So there's a whole lot of trend going in. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> what is this? I don't I don't understand what's going on here. That would never happen with I joined. You was fat. You yeah. still run eight miles. You ain't gonna be fat after nine weeks. We know we that had a much. guy that was like he was like right at the limit. He dropped sixty five pounds in six weeks. In six so weeks, dropped sixty five pounds. We were running every day. He didn't get a chance to get a full meal. You know they ain't letting you in a full breakfast. No. They yelling no. and screaming at you. I'm still in line. My last name started with S. I'm still in line. They yelling and screaming. Put it away. We gotta yep. go. We late. I ain't yep. eat breakfast. How right. they go for you? Lunch? <laughs> forget about it. Dinner? Forget about it. And they running you the whole time. So. Thanks. Fact. He lost 65 pounds. That dude was skinny when we left. The people didn't even recognize him at, at, at graduation. I'm like, who is this dude? That's I can imagine a light one because they was like I said, they was still they had just outlawed the DM putting his hands on you. 
But you know they don't always do it when the yeah. when the rule come out. They were still choking when I choking people when I got in there. Yeah, they beat a dude up on the first night I was there. Yeah, I I've got an army on the waiver. They I had a surgically repaired shoulder, literally. Well, you probably can't see. I gotta get close. I had a surgically repaired shoulder, and they was like, "We're gonna kick you out if you don't learn how to pass these push-ups. So at two in the morning, I had to do diamond push-ups just to strengthen my shoulders, just to barely pass the PT. They didn't care. You was going to do what we said. They, they call it the soldierization phase, the red phase. Miss, miss that time by a second. You think that second <laughs> oh, don't mean nothing? They mean everything. You're going back yeah, to the beginning. Yeah. Come on. That's man. crazy. That's crazy. Phil just taught me something for sure, for sure, for sure. But yes, biting of the spider five times. That was, that was, that was old army. Did they make you sure. eat it? No, no, no. Oh, you made I think I would have to put my hands on it. crawl in your throat with the legs. Yeah. They'll be doing stuff when it's going down like that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and we'd be in a bunch of trees and tall stuff. And then we would take our tanks and APCs and just smash over trees. And then the spiders would fall all over us. And I just couldn't take it. I just couldn't take it. I couldn't take it. But that, that's, that fear is long gone. <clears throat> long gone. I sleep with spiders crawling all over me at this point. It's long gone, for sure. Long gone. Another thing I did was create quick wins immediately. Immediately. I, I still do it to this day, but I just do it differently now. Quick win. All you have to do, so let me explain a quick win first. A quick win is within the first five minutes of hearing you, or probably sooner than five minutes, create a quick win. Could be, let me, let me show you how to do it. To where go? Nope. Google Chrome. <clears throat> you know what? I even get we do it a better way. I was going to use YouTube. Forget that. Watch this here. We'll use ChatGPT. Can you give me 25 <clears throat> unique travel hats for flying on an airplane? I just made this all on top of my head. Look. I just got 25 of them real quick. So Tracy, what you do is, this is what you do. Yeah, I see that? 25. Now watch this. Wow, that's 25 videos. 25 videos, 25 quick wins, 25 whatever. Watch this here. Hey everybody, this is Tracy. I'm a cheerleader. I'm so, I'm so. I'm so gorgeous. I have no idea what you say. And my hair is curly and my skin is bronze. And I took a bath this morning. And I just want to tell everybody that this is the motivational moment. But before we get there, I want to give you a travel hack that I recently learned. Use private browsing or incognito window when searching for flights to avoid higher prices based on your search history. Okay, that is, yes. Look, look at everybody. <laughs> See? See? So, Liana, you just looked up flights yesterday, huh? I'm going to need you to go incognito mode. Give me them other flights. That's dope, ain't it? Come on now. Now, yeah, imagine starting every one of your podcasts out that way. 
Antonio, you know how random that is, but how good it's so random. It's like, why are he telling me that? But you know, I'm gonna jump on there and try it, right? Exactly. And then, and then I'm gonna come back tomorrow because I want to see what other stupid thing you're gonna exactly. say that's random that I actually probably gonna sneak and use. I think exactly. that's pretty Antonio brilliance. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I get it. Just she she hit the nail of the head. It's I just this is me through trial and error. I'm just trying to figure out how can I. Remember in 2012, I'm broke. I mean, I got money, but college is getting all of it. You know, gone, gone. I need my cash, they cash, and them Pell Grants, and them loans. I needed all of it. HBU was $40,000 a semester. And that was back then. I don't even know what it is. Now. Well, ACU now. I don't know what it is now. But it was $40,000 a semester, not a semester, a year in 2011. Inflation and hitting our fields. I don't know what it is right now, but it was number 52 school in the nation or 42, 52 or 42. I don't remember which one. Blah, blah, blah. So it was expensive. It was absolutely expensive. And I'm broke. I'm broke. I, I went through three cars just to graduate. Three of them. Because driving back and forth that, that, that many times a day. Three of them. But that is those quick wins. Those are how you do it. So I'm going to copy and paste that. And give it out to you. I can't put it in the chat because it's too long. <clears throat> and when I put it in the chat, it loses its format. So I'll just put it on the document, Grace, send it to you, and then you can put it in the. You can do whatever you do. You know, whatever you do. Hold on. Let me just. I can't do two things at once. Let me export. I'm going to call this document blah, Grace, because I couldn't think. So blah works for me. And then. I am now sending it. There you go. You now have blah if you can upload it to the chat and then put it in the official notes. And then by the time I got my mind on a different thing, I ain't got time to be thinking. I ain't got time to be thinking. Don't you hit the nail on the head again? That's so stupid, so random, so good. So we got, we, we, we're talking about two things now immediately. We give them a fun fact about you. And now we're giving them a quick win back to back. I've never seen these things in the book. I went online searching and just trying, and then I just figured this stuff out through trial and error. The only stuff here is what I figured out through trial and error. Nothing else. I, I didn't, you know, and I'm typically self-taught just about everything, just trial and error. When you do that, Tracy, what happens is it stops being about your product and it starts being about your brand. And Adonia caught that. Thank you for renaming that document, Grace. I so appreciate you. Dana, if you can go ahead and download that so you can get us some better tickets and do what else. And I just just, just Googled it. I didn't, I mean, I, I was going to Google, but you could literally start a travel hack podcast at this point with ChatGPT. You you really can. It doesn't matter. You can do anything. It's all in there. It's all in there. It's all, I've never did that prompt before ever. I just knew it was going to work. I just knew it was going to work. I want to pay attention to what I just said. It stops being about what Adonia is selling and it starts being about her brand. Her brand does two things. I get to laugh at her. How many of you have friends that you can't laugh at? Yeah, that's not a friend. That's not a friend. Remember, if they know you, they'll follow you. But if they trust you, they'll buy from you. In the first five minutes of your video or podcast, you build trust twice and you ain't even talked about what you're talking about. 
Is this helpful? Build trust. I don't know why knowing that I got bit by a spider and embarrassing myself works. I have no idea why. I guess it's I guess it's Pixar's 22 Laws of Storytelling. Number one, show your flaws. I don't know why the fun facts work. I don't know. I just remember that I went over to my brother's house. He was living in Cedar. He was living in Cedar Tears. And for whatever reason, I peed in the whole bed. About I think I was five years old. And I didn't just pee in the bed. Phil, everybody was wet but me. I don't know how that happened. This was back in the day when everybody seen me slept in the bed, foot down, foot up. You know, I'm talking about the four of us. Everybody was wet but me. It was like a whole thing. And that's the laugh. They made fun of me so much. I ain't I, I, I don't think I peed for a week, period. <laughs> I just held it in. <laughs> for whatever reason, these things work. I don't know why they work. Maybe because vulnerability is attractive. I don't know. I don't have the psychology behind it. I just know that as human beings, we like that stuff. That's it. We like that stuff. All right, let's keep going. Oh, I start adding in my emails too. So when I start sending emails, I add a quick win in the emails. I said, you know what? This should be pretty cool. I should do this in my email too. Hey, everybody, I want to talk to you about Rhino Leg real quick, but first, here's a travel hack. Watch when y'all start getting the emails again. Watch what I do. Now, think about that. I'm not even sending emails out to the customer base. I'm talking about to, to employees. It's why a lot of times I y'all want to see something top secret. Let me come back to this. You want to see something top secret? Let me show y'all something top secret. Here is Rhino Leg Burn Chat. Here's all the directories. Before I start building, I always get my directories out. You know, Twitter-like timeline. This is this is for me. Encrypted post. Like literally, I'm building a CRM messenger, a messenger outside the CRM that has the social media features. I'm not really trying to build a social media. I'm trying to build a messenger that you can do some stuff with. And not only are the messages encrypted, but the timeline is also encrypted and the posts are also something that can burn too. So you see, you see my directories here and blah, blah, blah. And these, these are things I want to do, which I won't show you that. And then here's everything I got going right now. Rhino leg burn chat business model. It's going to come with a free trial. Then it has a basic subscription, $10 a month, blah, 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 pro subscription, blah, blah, blah. That's also a free version. It has all these things. Usability, onboarding process, design, message features, notifications, security and privacy, text-to-speech, burn after reading messages, backup and restore, multi-language support, user anonymity option. If you never want to reveal your identity, you never have to, and you can send messages. A help bot, 
sentiment analysis means that I got artificial intelligence saying, hey, this message ain't work, Tracy. Just send another one. Don't do that one. Don't do that. <clears throat> Don't do that. Community voting system. That's like Reddit, if you're familiar with Reddit. Built-in mental health support. <clears throat> I'm building this right now in secrecy. Safe exchange, self-destruction messages, gamification reward system, smart alerts, education portal, portal, and most importantly, a green initiative to where we making sure that <clears throat> Rhino Leg Burn Champ is easy on the economy. Now, smart people like Phil and Susan see that's that's a lot, Antonio. I wonder what you're doing with that. I'm setting up. Here's a free version of Burn Chat. I'm setting up blockchain. It's, it's, it's If you read, it's clear that I am. Why would I need a green initiative? I'm setting up the own blockchain, which I've been designing the secret behind y'all. Now, <clears throat> what I'm, I showed y'all that for a reason. Now, everybody, everybody pay attention. Please give me some feedback. In the mind of you, what did I just do? What did showing my screen telling you is some huge stuff I'm working on? Y'all ain't supposed to see, but I'm going to show you anyway. And I didn't just show you no fluff. I showed you the business model. What did I just do? And let me know I'm not doing enough. Okay, and if you follow somebody, constantly letting you know you're not doing enough without telling you you're not doing enough, that means you want to keep following them. Yeah, and it's going to push me because if I'm following somebody and they have the following that I want, like they have super fans. Now I'm sitting here like, how do I get super fans? And I'm seeing what the, what the person I am following who has super fans is doing. I'm not doing enough. Thank you so much. Who else? I'm, we're having. I'm ahead, getting. Ex, I'm getting exposed to information. There you go. That very few people. I was. I was looking for that. Getting exposed to. Okay, we don't need no more feedback. We're gonna keep it, Jerome. Keep going, Jerome. Keep going. You hear? <laughs> I'm special. <laughs> favor, hey, hey, okay, it's a favor. It just right, is. Favor, and anybody else get that? But I'm getting exposed to it. Okay, so, yeah. yes. Did y'all see that? Did, did y'all see that? It's No, it's not number three. It, well, number three is, I got to put back on my note, create super fans. Can number, I say this? Like, number three was create a small, quick win before email. Yes, yes, you can. It's just like. It's number what, four, Deanna, but I'm going to tell you what it is. Keep going, Sonny. Um, what God was saying about choosing the Israelites as his own. That's right. That's fair. That's a good analogy. A, um, to show his own strength through. To show that he's doing something that even if other people are attempting to do this, he's doing it in a level and at a level of where they're going to be onlookers that say, what in the world? What manner of man is this? You know what I mean? That's that's, right. that's awesome. Thank you for that. No, you're very welcome. 
they're very welcome for sure. I, I love how whatever I say, Sandra translates into the 66 books of the Bible. Yeah, I don't care. Now, how did that fit? Well, okay, Josephus did. Okay, got it. Right. <laughs> I love that. I love that. We have sure. something to say. Me, me, me. <laughs> okay, now, go ahead. Now that you're giving all this information about Rhino, like, can we get it up? Can we get it out? Yes, yes, we can. We are, we can. We are. I had a meeting about that this morning. Then I won't say on this call, <laughs> but I, I, yes, yeah, absolutely. By six this morning, two meetings about that by six this morning. Deanna, the fourth, it's actually the fifth thing because the fourth thing was the third thing was create a quick, quick win before email. And then if you're going to text people, the fourth thing was put a quick win before each fan text if you're texting people. But this is what I did when I showed y'all that. And it's in bold. Can you read it for me, Grace? Um, bring them on the court. Bring them on the court. That's what that's what I did. When I showed y'all that top secret information, I was bringing you on the court with me. And I was letting you on the court. And if you want super fans, you got to bring them on the court with you, Tracy. Okay, come on. Give me some feedback. She got something to say. That's okay. what I did. Okay. When you say bring them on the court, that's kind of like bring them into your life, right? Bring them into your life and into your business and on the court. And I will explain. In fact, let me explain it now just for a second and then you can get it. That means we're playing basketball. And I use the basketball analogy and I am LeBron James and I need you next to me. I'm going a, I'm to a pass you the ball for the three-pointer. I want you on the court with me. This is our business now. Remember, the super fans think Tracy's motivational moments are theirs motivational moments. They love Tracy. Okay, no, no I mean, you might keep, keep going. Keep going. You okay, get that? no, because I... I had a situation situation this morning. Let me okay, and let me just get y'all's feedback on how to handle sure. this. So you know, I'm posting and I'm doing the videos and I'm doing the keys to handling challenging times. So the the key, one of the keys one day was about communication. So I wake up this morning. I see my brother. He posted. He made a comment in the post. And he says, because um, on the little sign, it says communication is the key to a better family. And so his his comment was, well, why didn't you do that with your niece? You need to practice what you preach. And he put that on my Facebook comment post. And the situation was the fact that like she lives out in Atlanta. My daughter's been in Atlanta for school, but when I'm out in Atlanta, we don't really talk or get together because I'm always busy doing stuff when I'm out in Atlanta. And so me and my niece haven't communicated very well because of that. That's like the overall situation. And my brother, obviously, I guess he has an issue with it. I didn't realize it until he posted it today. So the reason why I'm putting this in here right there, because like, I was trying to figure out how to respond with, because it's on, I don't even think it's on the Motivational Moments group. It's on the, the Trade City Armstrong 600 something people, followers or whatever. And so like, I feel like initially my first thought <laughs> wasn't the right thought. 
<laughs> and so I didn't respond. But then my other thought was, okay, hide it, delete it, get rid of the comment. That was the other thought. And then I'm like, okay, but then I'm human. You were talking about, you know, letting people see that you're not perfect, right? So, like, yep. bringing them, I was seeing when we were talking about bringing them on the court, like, bringing them into this situation, but it's like, I don't want, like, what do I got you No, I got you. I was actually <laughs> not going to answer your question initially. I was going to let somebody else do it. I already did, but I'm going to hear what you got to say. Okay, first off, I want to show y'all Kiki Palmer first. It's it's relevant to your conversation. Boyfriend is facing backlash after criticizing her outfit. The 29-year-old who shares her four-month-old son with Darius Jackson stepped out for Usher's Las Vegas residency on Wednesday and wore a black bodysuit with a sheer dress overlay. On Twitter that night, the fitness instructor quoted a tweet that showed a video of Kiki with the Yas singer and wrote, it's the outfit though, you a mom. In a second post, he elaborated more, adding, we live in a generation where a man of the family doesn't want the wife and mother to his kids to showcase booty cheeks to please others. And he gets told how much of a hater he is. This is my family and my representation. I have standards and morals to what I believe. I rest my case. His remarks fueled backlash from fans, prompting him to delete all of his social media. Although Kiki has yet to publicly address his comments as of Thursday, she did share a series of photos from the night on Instagram, saying, I wish I could take in more pictures, but we were running late. I am telling y'all right now, if you haven't seen At Usher, you must go. He was so fabulous, giving theater Atlanta down tips and tricks and just absolutely iconic. I was truly inspired as a performer. I whooped some ass in spades too. Where's that pic of us all together with the king himself? The big boss, thank you for coming, Usher replied in the comments. Despite her boyfriend's recent drama, Kiki seems to be embracing motherhood and fashion lately. In May, Access Hollywood spoke to... Okay, I'm going to stop her right there. Twitter and all social media came for her boyfriend, and I absolutely agree. I absolutely support every woman who came and any man who agrees because just because a woman has a baby doesn't mean she can't be sexy no more. How dare you? How dare your argument be? You a mom. So since I am a mom, I'm your property now. Come on, where's the don't yet? Because, first of all, first okay. of all, okay. okay. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. First of all, I get, I get that he. I don't get it. No, no, no. I understand that he's not that. I mean, that he has an opinion. But did you have to share the opinion to the world? You can just okay. share the opinion to the I'm, mom that you talked to. Okay, I'm drawing a parallel between Tracy brother. And what I learned and is her, her what, boyfriend. What I learned is she didn't even respond to him. She let the super fans respond. Okay, it's like the beehive. The beehive be will come for you. Okay, you you catching <laughs> what I'm putting Ooh. down. Did I not say it's relevant? I mean, because I wouldn't go answer. I was going to have one of these coaches answer you, but then, and, but no, it would be the, it would be the same if Kiki did it to him. It's it's the same thing. Why are you responding? Why are you doing this to the world? You, talk to you. Talk to if, talk. Well, true, but feminism is a bit more powerful than that. I guarantee you that guy was raised by a single mother for sure. Remember, I tell y'all. 
toxic masculinity does not come from men. It comes from men who have been taught that they own women and they're special. Men don't raise men to think they're special. That's something that comes from the other gender. Women think they're special and you're supposed to. That's why Mother's Day looks like Mother's Day and Father's Day looks like Father's Day. You're supposed to think you're special. You're supposed to think you're a gift. That's because you're a flower. Men ain't supposed to walk around like a damn flower. And I'm not talking about gender roles. I'm talking about estrogen versus testosterone. That's all I'm talking about. That is how dare you don't behave the way I deserve for you to behave. That is not a masculine trait. You're going to counsel me for this, but that is very much so a female trait. You ain't got to like it, but that is a man who can't handle having a beautiful woman. So why pick her if you can't handle being with a donkey? And being with Susan, and they both clean up nicely, then don't be with Adonia and don't be with Susan. You clearly can't handle what comes with it. I don't disagree with nothing I said because it's true. She, he should not have done that, especially after this girl had a baby. How you know she's not dealing with postpartum depression? Because it's very silent and people deal with it differently. And they came at him for that too. I promise you they did. Go ahead, Jamal. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I had two points. One, I, I don't think that they talk behind closed doors like that, you know, on what they should, shouldn't be doing in public, or whatever. That That's a, I mean, he, he doesn't, he can't tell her what to do, obviously like that. I mean, he's not trying to oppress her, but, you know, if you're with somebody, you know, you do have a conversation. Hey, this is how I want to be represented out there. If you're down with that, cool. If you're not down with that, cool. You know what I mean? It just, it's, it's, that's a, it's an agreement. I don't think it's, you know, I, I understand everybody should be able to do what they want to do. But, you know, at the same time, if I've agreed to this, then you're going to do this. If I haven't agreed to that, then we're not doing that. But it, that's, that's, I don't think they've had that conversation. But to piggyback what we were saying before, what I, what I told Tracy when she told me about her brother was, I said, Whatever anger he's, whatever he's saying or whatever, it sounds abrasive, but that's his personal stuff coming out. That ain't got nothing to do with you. I said that that's his that's his demons walking out on on the on the on the thing and saying what they're gonna say. What I said was for her to you know not not reply to it you know at all like that, but to spin it and just to say that you know he should. Hey, you're absolutely correct. You know, lay down on it like you said. Like don't don't fight it. You're absolutely correct. We all should strive to get, you know, BBL communicators. And I'm, and I'm no different than anybody else. But I said even spend even further. Bring her niece in on it and say, hey, that's why she and I have a podcast together that we're going to do together. And y'all can watch this on Thursday night at 6 p.m. Man, go over here and get this link. I'm going to send it to you. I'm going to send it to everybody. Y'all come over and see how we handle communication even when it breaks down within the family. I said, don't even, don't go back at it, you know, angrily. Just spin it like, you know, like you're supposed to, like, you know, Make it an advertisement. Now, what that's going to do is what two things. One, he's going to follow you as if he hasn't been following you already because that comment came in the middle of the night. That's something that was on his heart. He's been following you. Yeah, he's been following, been watching. Two, y'all going to be, you have a chance to really show what your medal is and what you're worth because what 
there are people out here that wanted you to attack him. Like they wanted that girl to attack that guy for telling her what to wear in public or whatever. But right. she didn't do that. She let them do it. You know, that's it, like like Grace was saying, that's what you got from that is she let the other folks do that. That's fine. You don't have to attack that guy, attack your brother at all. Just say, hey, listen, I, I agree with you 100%. I'm laying down on this one. I need to communicate better. Let me show you how to do this, son. I got a whole podcast yeah. with her coming out and we're going to talk about this and you all want to see this. And I mean, I would sell it like a Mayweather fight and come out there and single them out a day and, and wear green, uh, white and red with a sombrero on and, and really pump it up. But in behind closed doors, y'all, y'all putting this together. You know what I'm saying? Like that, you, you really could spin this in a way that's really positive for you. I said, that's, and that's what I, I'm taking on it. No, everything you said is just fair. I mean, I, some of that is in your brand. I don't think that's Tracy brand, you know, but <laughs> you act more like me than Tracy do for sure. But you hit the same points Grace hit. Tracy, if you're going to respond, then you need to speak in sound bites. And if you can't speak in, because sound bites can't be twisted. If you talk longly, it could be twisted. People can say something. Plus, you can look bad. But if you can't speak, girl, that's why we got emojis. Just put a heart emoji on that joint. That's a whole message. Even better. Put a heart emoji. And keep it moving. Because the greatest response here is your response. Because your response will be watched. And he ain't worried super fans. And I'm not even talking about him. Like in a bad way. I'm saying, what game are you playing? The sibling game or the wealth game? It's up to you. It's completely up to you. I don't have no dog in that fight, but I will tell you this. I'll tell you a story from my life. I'll try not to use a real name. When I came up, it was 2011. I started preaching. This is many years ago, 2008, December 6, 2008 was my first thing about Bobby. Okay. When it first started, December 6, 2008. And Dang, that's a long time ago. I'm sorry. Just, I had a moment. 2008. And I blew up quickly. And I was already a professional speaker. I came from professional poet, slam poetry, blah, blah, blah. And I blew up quickly. And it caused some tension between me and my father in the ministry. And my father in the ministry is also the godchild of my oldest son. We loved each other to life. But my blow upuation caused a rift. And I was there for six years. And one day I'm really feeling bad. And I'm like, oh my God. And I and I I typically don't talk, but I talked to another preacher who used to be in the church. And now he's 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 got a doctor's degree now and he's Pastor some big church on the East Coast. And I was like, man, I just don't, I just don't, I just don't, I don't know what to do. And if I tell you, Grace know, um, well, you know, you know who my father minister is. And if I tell you that this boy taught me something, he's younger than me, he said something so arrogant that it blessed my whole life. He had the same problem, but he started traveling all over the world. See, my father in ministry is a gifted guy, 
and big in my city. It's like three big ones. There's Grace Pastor, him, because these, these churches like founded the Southern church movement in, in Galveston. Okay. There's these three mother churches. There's Jerusalem, that church, and West Point. That's and Grace goes to West Point, and then Jerusalem is another one, and I'm not going to mention that church. And he said, Man, don't nobody know this man. If I tell you that changed my life, because see, in my <laughs> see, because in Galveston, everybody know. And that's why it was hurting me. Man, I can't be. He was like, Don't nobody know this man outside of Galveston. What are you doing? Okay. That's harsh, but that's not my advice. But it sure worked, don't you? Because I got to realizing we trivialize and big eyes things. Don't nobody know your brother? I'm talking to you now, Tracy. That comment ain't going nowhere. No, 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 nope, 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 nope. Y'all gonna hear me today. That comment is real big to Tracy. It will not be tomorrow. You want to kill that comment? Post 10 times a day. Comment dead. See, see, see. Hear me. Hear me well. Don't nobody know your niece. Don't nobody know your brother. If you post 10 times a day, that comment going to be buried on your timeline. You never got to delete it. Because if you're trying to make a habit out of deleting negative comments, you ain't going to never be successful. Did y'all hear what I'm saying? Don't nobody know her brother. I mean, no disrespect to him, but it's the same thing. This little young preacher, arrogant is all I do. He's not arrogant, but this, this phrase was arrogant and I appreciated it. He's actually a great guy. Don't nobody know blank. And I was like, huh, that's a fact. Don't nobody know. I could see if Will Smith got on your comment and said that. But that ain't that comment ain't going into the shade room. I'm, there's a lesson there, y'all. You want super fans? Keep it moving. You don't address it. Can I say this? Yeah. Right there in that space that you're mm -hmm. talking about and what has been said. Okay, so there's a lot of things just like before we even got to this point. Um, when you said that the people that know you will follow you, right? And the people that trust you will buy from you, right? Am I saying it right? Okay. Oh, you got muted, you were muted Antonio. When you were speaking. Oh, yes, yes, my bad. Yes, you said it right. Okay, my I bad. I was wondering okay, why you didn't. You. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. So this little mouse is so sensitive. Oh, it's not a mouse, it's a trackpad that if I touch it, it hits the <laughs> yeah. key go. So one of the things that I thought about immediately when she was talking about that was how much flat people get from their families. 
either you doing too much to them by their standards or you not doing enough by their standards. However, it always pushes you to go to another level within yourself, right? So like when someone is not liking what you do, so what is it that asks them, because that's what happens, you saying that I'm not doing something. So what is it that you can ask you, why aren't you following me more? What are you adding to the table so that you can get from me what you're supposed to have? Because that's why influencers are in front of people to help them to get to the level of where that influencer is. But they have to be able to take their own medicine. So what medicine aren't they getting, the family member, what medicine aren't they getting from what's being said. Does that make sense? It does. And it, it, you, you're pulling from my garment, my garment differently. Keep going. They're trying to come after her because something is there that they refuse to eat. Right. And then they say, I'm hungry. I need you to feed me. But the food is there for you to eat. So what part and what portion are you not taking and using for your own benefit? Okay. Does that make sense? It does. Let me. Okay, let me let me spend one minute, and then I'm going to address that question. This is why Tracy, you build a community, because every time you get a new level in life, you need a new family. Okay. That'll make sense a little bit. That's not to say your old family doesn't work. And I'm not even talking about flesh and blood or actual blood. I'm just saying that when Adonia makes her job her first client, she needs a new family. Everybody can't come with her because everybody won't speak that success language she's speaking. See, success has a language. And when you speak it and other people don't speak it with you, it's a language barrier. Literally, Adonia's success is going to offend some of her siblings or people in her life. I don't mean to speak over her, but this is just the way life works. Adonia's, she's already winning and she has offended people by winning. It just is what it is. They don't like Jerome right now because he got his stuff together and it's calm. Like fool around and have it easy. People will hate you for having it easy. Well, just I want you to just I want, I want you to receive that. You don't have to, but I want you to receive that. I also want to speed past these notes real quick so I can address what Sandra said because she pulled differently. When you bring them on a the court, I've got this right here. I'll just copy and paste this whole section for you down. You're going to bring them on a the court. That means put them on a the court with you and then leave a question after every description and video so you can get that. The reason you're doing that is because you're trying to get the casual audience to start engaging. Once they engage, they become the engaged audience. Once you engage with the engaged audience enough, then they become the community audience. And once they become community, then you can push them super fans. You need to let your fans decide. Let them decide key features for you. I do this to y'all all the time. Tell me what y'all want in Rhino Legs. What you want this, 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 and this, and this. How you want this to be. How you want this to be. 
Let them pick your flyers. If you got two book covers and you can't decide, let your fans decide. I tell you, y'all hear me say this all the time by poll your audience. Then you create a challenge. In this particular case, back in the day, I did a hundred push-up challenge for seven days. It doesn't matter what you do. The point is make a challenge because the challenge will only be in your community. If the challenge is only in your community, then now it's a community. And you can include bonus features. And then what you do on that challenge is you feature community members of that challenge. Hey, look at what Grace did on this challenge, y'all. And you feature that. Other people go, man, I want to be featured. I want to be on the podcast, such and such and such and such. I used to do that all the time with the Secret Success Podcast. I don't really do it anymore because it's that's when it was big. It's too big now. It's too big for me to put y'all on it. I would charge $3,000 for an episode if I wanted to. It's just too big to have a superfluous episode. I'm, I'm too busy and it's too big. And then remember your regular people's names. Remember Janice and know what Janice likes. And then let them know you know what Janice likes. So I'm going to put all these here. Oh, the, and the rest of these notes, excuse me, is just from Pat Flynn's, Flynn's book that I read sometime way back in the day. I don't know. It's just the notes from the books. That's all. I might want to get this to you. You can go get the books or you can type in Pat Flynn's Superfan Summary. But this is his book notes that I took. This is my notes. You can see the difference in the format. This is me from trial and error. That's all I wanted to give to you. The rest of it is just the Superfan Summary. I would email it to you, but I don't. I want you to buy his books. So I don't want to email you the summary. There it is right there, Deanna. So you can just copy and paste that and put it into the official notes. Now, let's go back to tracing what Sandra said. What did, did her brother sting her? Absolutely. He stung her for multiple reasons. It's a sense of betrayal and blah, blah, blah. Did it hurt? Of course it hurts. You'd be a fool to say it don't hurt. Of course it hurts. And then it's like public. That's why I showed that body shaming, because that's exactly what Kiki Palmer's boyfriend did to her. That's exactly what that is. And you know, um, oh yeah, no, no, I got it. I'm still looking for it, Deanna. I got to I got the email like a month ago. I'm still looking for it. It's on one of these drives. I got a bunch of drives, but I'm not even sure if it's going to actually be in there, but I got 80 gigs worth of that company. And maybe if you can help me go to do it this weekend, maybe we can, we can try that. Maybe we can try that. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. What else to say? Oh, yes. It's body shaming what he did, but you can't avoid it. You can't avoid it. And trust me, you know something. You know something and rub Adonia the wrong way when she ain't talking. Because as soon as she saw that video, I know she said, oh, how dare him? She don't own her. You, you know, you know that's what you know that's what big sis did. Yeah, yeah, I know that's what she did. You know that's what she said, right? You know, so she was just like, you know what, let me just be quiet on this one. I'm gonna just let this one pass me up. Because if I say something, I'm gonna say something, you know. And I feel her and I feel everything she hasn't said. And I feel the assumptions I'm making about what I think she's going to say. I agree with all of them. Tracy, everybody, 
ask yourself one question that helped me. I can't say this going to help you, Janice. I wish I could. I wish I could, today, but I don't know if it's going to help. I know it helped me. Does this person even going to buy from me ever? My family ain't never going to buy from me. Ever. And I have a different situation because I got adopted into my family. So there's different situations. Still dysfunctional, though. Now, if your brother is a regular customer, all right. But if this man ain't never bought from you and ain't going to buy from you, what is you doing? That helped me. I didn't say, Deanna, that's going to help you. But it's not rude. What it is, is self, or I'd say self, introspection. It's you being worried about things that don't add value to the quality of your life. And that's not what millionaires do. Antonio? Yes, sir. You told me Mm -hmm. And if I didn't appropriately deal with my sister mm -hmm. the way that I need to, I sure did. She was gonna mess with my money. I sure the hell did. And when you said that to me, I went, you know what? That Negro said something very persistent. <laughs> <laughs> it made listen to me. Listen to me. And now that my niece died, one of my niece, one of my cousins mm -hmm. asked me yesterday, how you doing? I say, my sister is doing the same thing. With my niece's death, no. that she did with my mother's death, you know, and what? I that's said probably to her, "What's going to expose her?" That's yeah. probably what's going to expose yeah. her. And I said to her, and my sister, who's the is the is the mother of the, uh, my niece that died, I said she's in a lot of pain, so I'm keeping my mouth shut, and I'm only going to speak when God tells me to speak because I got a lot to say. I know you do. Don't say but it. But I remember what you said. <laughs> so when so when Tracy was talking about her brother, yep. I thought about that is that if you don't handle it appropriately, they messing with your money. Yeah. And it's a whole lot more behind that yeah. than what he did. And if you and if you jump in that rabbit hole, Tracy, yeah, it, it's gonna mess up everything. And everything. you're doing fantastic. Don't you jump in that rabbit hole, girl. And, that, yeah. and that's why I was asking because when he was when we're, so we're talking about super fans, right? Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, I think I believe I have people that are following, and I know that how I respond okay. can determine my future when it comes to people that are watching. And I want to make sure that I'm not hindering, you know, my money or whatever, just the whole the brand. So that's why I wanted to yeah, put that out. I mean, look, look, look in the Zoom chat coming. There's your but you know what right just there. came to my mind, Tracy, when <laughs> Jerome said what he said, because it was huge what he said. She actually yeah. can respond, but you know what her response could be? Yeah. Communication also means when you know when not to say anything. Right? It could just be one little comment. She can stay on topic. Yeah. She doesn't have to address specifically or defend yeah. specifically what was said. But yeah. communication is just that. You don't say nothing. You're communicating. So she can do anything or, yeah. or nothing. But the thing is, it's not a requirement for her to respond. But no. her, if she's concerned about what 
her following things, then make a comment. But your comment doesn't have to address your brother's comment. Brilliant. She's brilliant. You can. So there was a comment in my, let me show you what the dog is talking about. There's a comment in my, a comment by my brother. I love him so much. And I want to address it. But because, you know, me and my niece, we go out to Atlanta and stuff. And that's the point. The point is, stay present and love one another. And this is what the dog is talking about. See, I didn't address the comment, but I ain't said a damn thing about it. So I want to talk to you today about stay present and love one another. And this, this, this is what you get what I'm saying? This is what the dog is talking about. <laughs> you know, or, or, or that might be too close to the subject. You go, and there's a comment, and we out in Atlanta. And so I just, you know, me and my niece, we're really good friends. She took me to a restaurant, which brings me to something I would like to tell. We went to this great restaurant. There you go. That's this more to what the dog you're talking about. We did this great restaurant. It was really good. It was Frenchies. And it's over there in Atlanta. You make the whole talk about that. You keep it moving. This is what the dog you're saying. <laughs> I just, just want to say uh, how big it is of her to be self-aware enough to know that she's in a situation that she needs to ask somebody else before she put her own foot in her mouth. That's so big. Okay. This is why Sandra pulled for me different. Yes, let's clap for that. That is big. Yeah, clap for that because I'm sure. Yes, I'm sure you grew into that. I'm sure that ain't how you came up. You okay then? Yes. Yeah, there you go. I'm sure you grew into that. This is why Sandra pulled me different because I wanted to bring two things. This is why I rushed through the script and I wanted to bring two things up. Number one, this is exactly why at all times y'all need to be the light. Somewhere in Tracy's life, she lost influence with her brother, at least about this particular subject. You want to go get that back. And if you can't get it back, just leave it where it is. This is just what it is. It happens. Just because you siblings don't make you friends. Can I get an amen somewhere? Amen. <laughs> it's okay. Because <laughs> you siblings I'm, don't make you friends. I'm, right. I'm me and amen, my sister. Amen, amen, amen. <laughs> me and my sister are now building a friendship and a exactly. relationship. Exactly. They spent 40 years not being friends. You, you hear me? Like, just because you siblings don't make you friends, those are not the same things. They're not the same things at all. They're not. So I want you to know, always be the light. And I told my dad this, and he I caught it. He caught it the other day. I was like, Dad, I've never been hurt by anything I've never said. So don't say that on the council. Just don't say it. It's not necessary. Did I say that the other? It's not necessary. Yes, it is. You don't need to say it. Leaders, that trap you feel. See, leaders think you have to address everything. Leader is not, this is just goes back to Adonia and her human resources expertise she just dropped. A leader is not required to respond to every question that you ask. Antonio, what do you feel about abortions? You know, that is a great question. Uh, I don't have the right to feel any way about that. You're never going to know what I feel about abortion. Because if I say pro-choice, I offend pro-life. If I say pro-life, I offend pro-choice. And it is not, write this down word for word as I say it, Diana. It is not necessary or needed for a leader to respond to everything. I don't, am I right about it? How much easier would your job be? if the leaders just stop responding to stuff. Absolutely. And there's not, there's not a response for them. They react. Oh, I mean, my enough. boss had a reaction yesterday and I just looked at him 
because he was expecting me to go into coach mode. Well, if I were you, I just looked at him and he got the most irritated body language because he was expecting me to pull him out of a hole that he fell in. Not my job. He needed to be in that hole for a minute because there's lessons within that hole somewhere. I know that's right. That it was lessons for him to grab. Don't you say you're poison down there. I'm not getting that poison. I'm done with that. Did you hear her? She said something so cold. She said, oh, she didn't even respond. That's reacting. She separated the two. Response comes from thinking, pausing, reacting is your triggers taking over. <laughs> That's you not mastering your emotions. She drew the distinction I didn't even draw. That is a very distinct distinction to you. Oh, oh, and let me tell you right there, because <laughs> how I know I've grown. Thank you for the community because on a normal, like the mom said, I would have reacted differently last year. I know that. But right. I paused <laughs> and I was like, how do I respond? Yep. so that I can get the right results or the better yep. result than me just reacting like I would have normally. And you let the comments stay there and continue to embarrass you. Don't forget that part. Now, the truth is, it's not embarrassing her, but that's not what the subconscious says, though, right? That's not what the subconscious, the subconscious says. You embarrassing me publicly in front of my friends. Like we, I'm, I'm, so- what you preach right as if fraud. what i'm saying to people it, it's kind of like you are attacking me yeah. and the brand that i am a tr- yeah. i'm building yeah. because how can i be professionally speaking to people about something if i'm not doing it that yeah. was my first thought because and t- okay i'm i'm no, no, I understand. Oh, he pushed it. He pushed that knife in you, girl. He well, he knew what to push. It's a brother. Yeah. He know the buttons. He grew up with the buttons. Oh, is he older than you or younger than you? Older. Oh, he know he see everybody. She came out, he saw buttons. No which buttons to push. Oh no, 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 no. Immediately. Immediately. But that's one of the problems when you have a see, this is this is something my dad helped me understand. The reason why I have friction with the family I was adopting into. This this is Deanna, do you remember why? Do you remember what he says about me being out front and all that stuff? Because I don't want to say it. If you if you You're remember not supposed it's to be. You're not supposed to be. You're not the elder of the family. You're there not you the leader of the family. Listen, You're listen. not the one that everybody is supposed to go to for advice. Aren't you that the youngest? Position. I'm not just the youngest. I'm I'm they they baby boomers. This is true. Okay. <laughs> I'm doing better than the baby boomers. <laughs> so he's supposed to be quiet, shut up, and when he need help, he's it, when he need help or whatever goes on in his life, he's supposed to go to the matriarch of the family and right. talk to. Him. That's the issue. That's what's going. That's what just happened with Tracy. He's the oldest. You're not supposed to be doing more than me. I'm the oldest. I'm the one that's supposed to be giving the advice. I'm the one that's supposed to be doing something. You're doing more than me. So I got to knock you down a peg because you're out of place. Watch yourself. That's why I got you real quick. Hold on, Sandra. That's why I wanted her to say it because it would have came off arrogant for me. That's what my dad said that I'm doing. And that's why I keep causing friction between his siblings. Because I'm supposed to be, yes, I'm supposed to be their nephew. And on top of that, 
If you so great at what you say you're supposed to do, why are you not doing it in your own family? Antonio, if you so great at what you do, why are all your other family members struggling and you not? Antonio, if you're supposed to be great at what you do and you the youngest here, why, why, why we why we can't come to you? Why, why you can't come to us and say, hey, let me help you? Why we gotta come to you? Tracy, you the youngest sister. Why you ain't practicing what you preach with the family? And why you won't stay in your place and let me be better than you. Exactly. When yeah. in, all, in all actuality, <laughs> if your niece ain't communicating with you, that ain't on you. Communication is a two-way street. And if he got a problem with it, that's a problem too, because communication is a two-way street. It takes two people to communicate. No doubt. No Jamal, doubt. Jamal baby, think I, I know. I, know. I, 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 I already put Get up the clip, Grace. I already put up the clip, Grace. <laughs> Go ahead, Phil this Sandra. Tony Robbins said, all communication is either an expression of love or a cry for help. That's a bullet right there. Sure is. It sure is. It sure is. I'm going to get hit with this copyright infringement because we're going to play this clip. Now we're going to get hit with this copyright infringement. You hear me, Deanna? We're going to play this clip, though, because this is what Jamal is doing. Sandra, go ahead. Okay, two things. Mm-hmm. One, that's why you are the black sheep of the family. That's one. <laughs> All entrepreneurs are. Phil wanted to think for himself. How dare him? <laughs> How dare him want to think outside the tribe? That's right. all entrepreneurs. <laughs> Two, that is one of the things I loved about Jesus because his answer to so many things, the people talking junk to him. <laughs> and yeah. a lot of his answers were, you said that, I ain't say it. That's right. That's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> So you, so you, son of God, you said everything. You said that I said. You said No, you're right. Look, you keep on everything. I tell you, everything I say, she translates it in Bible. That Bible, which is a good thing. That's that's what you're supposed to do. That's your faith. That's what you do. Plus, she's a gifted prophet. She's supposed to do that. Keep doing that because we can always use some some goodness in here. This is what Jerome. Uh, I mean, Jamal was doing <laughs> this crazy stuff. And then I'm going <laughs> to address my other thing. Anyone? You? Anyone? You? Uh, as I was saying, Harvard isn't for everyone. Oh, shit. We got a black man for a team. That's what I'm talking about. Yo, we What's straight. up, bro? We straight. Up. We straight. <laughs> as I was saying, so, hey, he probably been locked up more times than me and your ass put together. Get him. Oh, green Jimmy the Cricket suit wearing ass motherfucker. Get him. Oh, short Colin Powell haircut having ass motherfucker. Get him. Little Angela Davis mustache wearing ass motherfucker. Get him. Little Richard Pryor short cut fade having around the side wearing motherfucker. Little Sammy Davis Award Jr. Afro haircut having ass motherfucker. Get him. Dynamite this go Danny devastating. Get out! Don Cornelius with a haircut. Gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, he might blew his top. That's yeah. what Jamal. That was Jamal. Was that Jamal. was Jamal. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> classic, classic movie. Anyway, that's Red Man and Method Man, if y'all don't know. And one of the greatest duos of all time. Secondly, if you stay the light, then you avoid this other problem 
that's always going to persist. You avoid the fact that you ain't supposed to go through stuff. Allow me to explain. In order to, my first thing was, if you like all the time, this eases this problem. But also, recognizing that you are the light, you can't be the light unless you're surrounded by darkness. That's, that's light physics, by the way. You can't be the light in the light. The light don't need the light. You just finished telling us yesterday as soon as we get there, it's coming. <laughs> that's right. I was trying to tell you, you just finished saying, when you when you about to saying, it's coming. Please be aware. I did. I sure did. I sure did. I sure did say that last night, too. Yeah, here's your challenge. By the way, y'all, you're going to get punched in the face. And sure enough, you woke up to a punch in the face. Thus is us all. <laughs> Congratulations. You passed the punch. You passed. Mike Tyson has a great quote that said, everybody got a plan until you get punched in the face. That's a great. That's a great quote. And it makes it even better since he was the greatest heavyweight champion, at least arguably of all time. It's even better. I mean, I could, I could think of Rocky Marciano, Muhammad Ali. Ali I don't think Rocky Ali. Ali. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Ali. Marciano wasn't a heavyweight. Ali, then Tyson. I, I could deal with Ali, then Tyson, for sure. For sure. Can I say Ali. something right yes, there? Yes, please. <laughs> that just brought back a memory, like, for real, for real. Probably about 10 years ago, I was working working at a, uh, a outlet, y'all might know, warehouse, and it's it was called linens and things, right? Yep. So there was a manager there that knew where I was originally from. And apparently he had some some type of reserve beef with New York, Brooklyn, which is where I'm from. Best I do or die. You know what? So, I forget you from Brooklyn, but every time you mention it, you remind me you are absolutely from Brooklyn. Let me tell you. Do to me. Best I do or die. That's new. Best I do or die. So he a conversation came up because I was winning all the bonuses in the company, right? Just for loading and unloading trucks because people were standing around acting like they couldn't do it. Just get it done and get it over with. That was my mindset because then you get out of the heat faster, right? So that was my mindset. But he had a problem with that. So he brought up a conversation with a group of the people that were there. Oh, she always talking about she hard. She always thinks she could do this better. She, But I never thought that. I just thought, get the job done. That was my mindset. Why wait and prolong it? And then anyway, so while everybody was around talking one day about this situation, he brought up that I bet you if somebody was a punch in her face, she wouldn't know what to do then. And it was hilarious because I'm listening to him say that and I'm in one of the trucks. So when I come out of the truck, what does he do? He punches a manager. He punches me in the face. But what tripped me out about it was I didn't do anything but laugh because What's your point? Yeah. So it backfired on him. Oh, why would you do that? Why would you? I didn't have to say anything. 
And so when I went and talked to the head of um, administration, oh my God, it was a whole fallout. But my point in <laughs> saying all that. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Don't let the don't your niceness fool you. You punch her in the face. <laughs> Those there ain't going to be no HR conversations going on. <laughs> <laughs> I called the whole meeting. <laughs> there ain't going to be no HR conversations going on. I want to end you, Tracy and everybody, with Neil Donald Walsh. I, ca I cannot. Great speaker, great ascended master. Great principles, great guy. But the very favorite work that Neil Donald Walsh has is his conference on abundance, as far as I'm concerned. It's, it's the greatest work that he has. It's better than conversations with God. And I love conversations with God. It's just something about this clip that just draws me in. And I just, I just can't stop watching. And I watch it, I try to watch it two or three times again. He addresses what I told y'all last night, what I told you yesterday, and Tracy's problem and all our problems. And it starts off a bit confusing, but then he breaks it down. Neil, I wonder if you could tell us why so many spiritual seekers or so-called light workers seem to be up against it financially. Uh, those of us who left our corporate jobs and are sort of called to do our right livelihood, and yet the, the testing ground seems to be, can you make it through the, this financial fire? Why is it so many of us have that going on? The moment you declare yourself to be anything, everything unlike it will come into the space. You better talk, sir. And it has to. It's the law of the universe. Why, you ask? Because that's the way the universe works. And here is why. In the absence of that which you are not, that which you are is not. Did you get that? You're shaking your head, my dear. I said, in the absence of that which you are not, that which you are is not. Now let me give you an example. Are you big and tall and fat? No. How do you know that you're not big and tall and fat? Because compared to other people, I seem to be somewhat medium. So if big and tall and fat didn't exist, you know, if, if big and tall and fat didn't exist, how would you know that you were not big and tall and fat? Supposing that everyone looked like you. God, wouldn't that be great? <laughs> no, actually, you all look great just the way you are. Just a little one-liner that I can't resist. But what is your name? Karen. Karen, supposing just for the sake of this discussion that everyone looked exactly like you, how would you know how you looked? How would you know how to describe yourself? How would you be able to say, I'm the one with the long, dark, oh, I see everyone has long, dark hair. Okay, well, I'm the, I'm the one that's relatively slim and I, I, I'm kind of short. Well, actually, everyone is short and kind of, how would you be able to even know who you were? Exactly. You, you wouldn't, would you? Not in this relative existence. Not on the outside. No, not on the outside. And if everyone were identical on the inside, you wouldn't even know the inside of you because you'd all be the same. No? Therefore, I promise you that if you want to have a direct experience That's of who right. you are and of what you are, you will attract to yourself like a magnet everything that you are not. Because in the absence of that which you are not, that which you are is not. All right, now let me break this down. <clears throat> Just 
love everything about what he said. I just, I just, I just do. I just love everything about what he said. Tracy, specifically you, and I hope everybody learns through the lens of you. When you call forth all the things that we said yesterday morning, and then what we, some of the stuff we covered last night. And then when I said, hey, everybody, we're going to use Tracy for all of us to learn. And when you accepted it, I doomed you for the opposite to show up. Because in order to experience this, how we are making you special, remember it flowed from a moment of her not feeling special. People didn't come to my webinar. Well, you know what, Tracy, what a great example. Since that didn't make you feel special, we're going to make you special. I sure hope y'all hear me. And we are going to go build your company since you got to go back and teach. We're going to do it all summer until complete. There is no timeline. Show up every day you can. We get it done. And the light said, Tracy, you are special. Look, I'm giving you this community to work for you, through you. And on your behalf. And Tracy cried on the inside and said, thank you. But in order for Tracy to experience this feeling special, in order for her to experience being special, her brother and others like it must show up and make her feel not special. Because only in the contrast of not special can Tracy enjoy this conversation. Do you understand it now? This is what Neil Donawash is saying. That it might be the only quote that I can actually quote what he said. The the idea of what you are not must show up so you can experience what you are. Y'all hear me say <clears throat> something. Remember, truth has, prosperity has one voice, right? I say it all the time. You hear me say all the time that take your favorite meal and keep eating it. At some point, it will not be your favorite meal. Because the opposite of hunger showed up. We call it full. And when you're full, that macaroni and cheese that Susan don't want you to eat so much no longer tastes well. That double-decker chocolate pie with chocolate on the inside and swirls and caramel don't taste good no more because you're full. All right, we're ending. I'm ending with this. Y'all stay in this community, two things are going to happen. You're going to be blessed, but the opposite of blessing will show up. It just will. And they're done to watch this. You know why? And he said, because it's just the way the universe works. You cannot enjoy a hot shower if you're not dirty. If you get into the shower clean, it's not enjoyable. Think about that. If you get a massage 
feel completely massaged and then get a massage, it's not enjoyable. It is this life is built off contrast. The goal is to know what you want. I've said this to Grace before. She cried that day. To know what you want, because the moment you decide what you want, it's no longer contrast. Tracy, it's just opposite energy. But when you don't know what you want in life, when you haven't decided what your light will be, this universe is going to punch you in the throat over and over and over. Not because it's mean, because you didn't come here to be What's what's it in Napoleon Hill's Outwitting the Devil? Wanderer? You didn't come here to wanderer. You didn't come here to wonder. That's where that's the devil's playground. People who have no purpose are the devil's playground. But when you have your purpose, Grace time me for 90 minutes, 90 seconds, not 90 minutes. 90 seconds, sorry. <laughs> I know. Like, oh, ain't nobody using the restroom. No, 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 no. 90 seconds, <laughs> 90 seconds. When you, Grace, know who you are, your brother message, Tracy, it's just the opposite showing up. It's when you don't know who you are that it bothers you. The reason why Tracy passed the test today or last night or three in the morning, I believe is what Jamal said, is because she knows who she is. A year ago, she did not. That's why she would have reacted. So when Adonia tell you how she around a bunch of grown men who just react, they don't know who they are. There's a few simple truths in life. I'll give you one of them that's relevant for this conversation. People who are happy aren't hating and people who are hating are not happy. Susan is happy. Therefore, she has no hate for y'all. If she did, she would not be happy. The opposite must show up. It is not personal. It is science. Because if you could not have a hand, right now I'm going to pick up my cell phone, but I can't pick up my cell phone if the cell phone's in my hand. The opposite, no cell phone, allows me to pick up the cell phone. I can't pick this up if it's already here. You can't get your breakthrough if you already have it. So when you pray while you're living in one breakthrough, oh, I want better than what God has to do is say, good, let me get that. Let me get that about you. Empty your hands so I can give you better. And that's when we die. That's when we go, this doesn't work. And to borrow from the dude from the secret, the sea goes back down. So in conclusion, I want you all to know that you're going to leave this call. It's been spirit-filled as usual. And you're going to be high. And I'm a bar from Jerome. There's a kairos. That means opportune time. Jesus was, you ain't got time anymore, Grace. This is last final sentences. Jesus was chilling, minding his business, fasting in the wilderness.
Day one, devil ain't show up. Day 20, devil ain't show up. Day 30, devil ain't show up. Oh, but on that 40th day, devil go, ah, player, now that you're hungry and empty, let me holler at you. See, you can't tempt Jesus full. You're you missing it. That's okay. That's what I got. He's my last citizen. See, Tracy, fool. Devil ain't going to bother you, fool. Oh, but something happened last night. I don't know what it was. She was in meditation mode. She watched a TV show, and all of a sudden, she got on autopilot, and boom, that's when that message popped up. Or maybe it was early in the morning, and she didn't get a chance to meditate. That's when that message popped up. Jerome's devil waits for the opportune time to mess with Phil. Not when Phil is full. No, there's nobody on this call that's going to get a problem in five minutes. You're too full. Oh, but wait 30 minutes from now when you go on autopilot. <laughs> watch that text message pop up. <laughs> you just watch it. Just watch it happen. Because the opportunity, the enemy wants to trick you when you're empty. But here's the punchline to the story. One sin, I mean, one sin, one temp happened, second temp happened, but the third temp, the devil fooled around and messed up, Phil. Because if you go back and look at that text, the devil transported Jesus to the temple. You can't take a child of God and That's take him to the church, church and expect him or her to be empty. So I don't know what your temple is. But I promise you, if you find your way to whatever fuels your faith, you ain't going to be empty. And when the opposite shows up, just like Jesus, you'll be like, I don't live by that alone. Get, get, from, get from around me. I got work to do. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can't plant better. You can dominate. Thank you so much, everybody. Love you, everybody. Love you more. Love you more. <laughs> All right, y'all. Y'all have, have, have a great weekend. Love yes, Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.